2: Good morning, and welcome to the serious side
4: of the J. Ryle Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then little comedy as well.
1: Now, here's your host, J. Ryle.
5: Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, and good morning to you all. Today is June 12, 2022, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this week's edition of The Serious Side of the Jay Brown Show. In
3: Chicago, there are, quote, real gun laws in New York. There are real gun laws in California. I hate to say it, is but there are more people who were shot every weekend in Chicago than there are in schools in Texas. And we need to realize that, that people who think that, well, maybe we can just implement tougher gun laws, it's gonna Chicago and L.A. and New York. Disproved that thesis.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Jesus Christ, man, just grab a hold of it. <laughs>
6: What are you... Wait a minute! You <laughs>
0: Please, please I'm gonna
3: look in my. Call
0: the cops. I need you to leave. I need, a, I need you to leave right now. I'm
4: good.
0: You're good. Get out of my. Get out of my. My establishment now. Call the cops. Call the cops. Call them. <laughs> uh, i like the police. Do
7: you like the police? Yeah, They're nice to me. They're nice to you. I work with the Syrians.
4: Oh, so you do colonics and you work with the police force? Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Please leave.
8: I'm going to ask We're pretty you. Cool. We're pretty badass. Are you? Okay.
0: Why would you still want to be in the presence of someone that ruined your day? Get out.
7: Because I'm wasting your time.
0: Because you enjoy that? Yeah. You have nothing better to do with your life?
7: I
3: don't. Okay. At this point.
0: Okay. Why don't you just go outside?
3: Your race and your class destroyed my family and my life.
0: My race and my class? Yes. So this is about race and yes. class? Online Radio at Best Daily
9: Prayer for Protection Lord God, I pray for your protection as I begin this day. You are my hiding place, and under your wings I can always find refuge. Protect me from trouble wherever I go, and keep evil far from me. No matter where I am, I will look to you as my protector, the one who fights for me every day. Your love and faithfulness, along with your goodness and mercy around me daily so i will not fear whatever might come against me my trust is in you god and i give thanks to you for your love and protection
1: in jesus name amen 347850-1272
5: 347850-1272 is the call-in number and welcome into the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at it its best. And of course, I'm Jay Ryle. Thank you guys for tuning in. And let me say this before we go any further. I am not sure what's going on this morning with our boards because that is not what we're talking about this morning. And uh, if you listened last week, that was last week's introduction. And unfortunately, you know, live radio is what it is, but that is not what we're talking about. And I'm not sure why that played. But anyway, I never share this thing by myself. Let me introduce you to Miss Vanessa Maybell. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good
6: morning, please.
5: I am doing good. I'm confused. I don't know if this is... Um, I don't know if this is a sign of things to come, but uh, <laughs> wow! I was like, "What? Am I in a time? What's going on here?"
10: I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked.
5: Yeah, I was shocked to, to hear that. So I don't know, but anyway. But, but I think in fairness to the audience, I think it's in fairness to the audience, I'm going to have to get the right intro in here so people don't know exactly what we're talking about. But how are you doing on this beautiful Sunday?
10: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Getting ready to go to church. Good. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) You see the
2: blessings from
5: the man and the only one above. Someone that hasn't been here in a minute is uh, Jackie. Jackie's in the house. Well, good morning, Jackie. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. How's everyone doing? I'm doing well. Good.
5: To hear your voice, always, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Now, in an attempt to try to correct the record, let's see can we get the right intro to come in here. And then we'll be right back to finish this off because I think it's just important for you guys to understand what we're talking about. So let's try it and uh, stay tuned.
4: President Trump summoned the mob, assembled the mob, and lit the flame of this attack. You will also hear about plots to commit seditious conspiracy on January 6th, a crime defined in our laws as conspiring to overthrow, put down, or destroy by force the government of the United States, or to oppose by force the authority thereof.
7: How did that affect your perspective about the election when Attorney General
4: Barr made that statement? It affected my perspective. Um, I respect Attorney General Barr. So I accepted what he was saying.
7: Okay, so here's how the former president reacted today on his social network, quoting now, Ivanka Trump was not involved in looking at or studying election results. She had long since checked out and was, in my opinion, only trying to be respectful to Bill Barr and his position as attorney general. Parenthetically, he sucked. Call it Ivanka meets bus undercarriage. Also on Capitol Hill today, partisan battle getting even uglier. It started... With Iowa Democrat Rita Hart asked the Democratic-led House to investigate her November election, loss, her Republican challenger in the congressional race, won by just six votes out of nearly 400,000. House Democrats agreed to investigate, but now House Republicans are crying foul, arguing that Democrats are trying to overturn the will of the voters, which is an argument that might have more credibility had the majority of House Republicans, including Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, not lied. Over and over about the election that Trump lost.
2: Another answer But in fact, you
7: supported Texas lawsuit did you regret supporting that law? No, that would have been no, no. No, I don't. You know why? Because well, it's well, going did to you support government. You did you not support Donald Trump's effort to overturn the election no. in Congress. Didn't we just answer this the first time you asked me You think you, I, you even yes no? two, How many? Yeah. How many did electoral
0: you, votes is needed for
1: his Online radio at its best.
0: Um the church personally is of God eye. We have to understand that it has nothing to do with denominations. Number two, we have to understand that the church has never been, will never be, a religious institution. The church is, from a kingdom perspective, the educational institution of the kingdom of heaven we have to understand that we go through socialization and education in the world system right. once you're born again the Bible says that we are translated or trans new migrated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and when we're born again we're born again as babes in Christ and so when we when we come into the church actually what God does is turn us right side up because the Bible says that if we are translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light that simply means that a person is walking in this world upside down it's like walking on your head so once you once you come into the kingdom he puts you back on your feet and then he retrains you and he reeducates you so that you can walk out God's original plan and purpose in the earth realm for man. The earth was never created for spirits. That means that if there are any kinds of spiritual activities that are going on in the earth realm, they go, they go on illegally. And so there's a lot of illegal activities that are going on through falling angels. The Bible talks about in the book of Revelation that there was war in the heavenlies, and that Satan was thrown down to the earth and there was a woe that went on uh, out from the heavens onto the earth realm. The word woe means judgment. Mm-hmm. The Bible also says according to Genesis chapter 6 that these demonic spirits cohabited with human beings when they cohabited with human beings they created a population explosion. With the population expl- explosion these giants came into the land. That means that there was a, a perversion in the social realm where, where in the families uh, people would be produced that were, were being produced genetically through uh, perversion. And wow. so God God instituted the church, number one, to, to show man and to teach man his original plan and purpose for man here in the earth realm. The book of Psalm 115 says that God is the God of the heavens, but he has given man the earth to rule. The Bible said in the book of Genesis, that God has given man dominion over the earth realm. Dominion is not someone giving you rights. Dominion is the right that God gives us to rule here in the earth realm. We already.
6: So-
5: All right, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is a calling number. Just to reset every now and then. Now you know. What we're talking about, but I'm pretty sure everyone knew. But I just wanted to make sure you guys got it. So number three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. J. Ryle in the house with Miss Vanessa, with Miss Jackie. Uh, my main man, Mister. Jerome Spree, usually joins us after his commitment with Clear Channel Radio. And Mister. Elias is on vacay this week, so uh, we have a lot to talk about today. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and this is the time of the show where we take what I call a point of personal privilege. Uvalde. You know, what's happened in Yuvalde With the massacre of those 19 young lives And those two courageous teachers It's just, it's horrible within itself, right? But the fact that we cannot get a straight story From Yuvalde Texas, from law enforcement Is something that is mind-boggling If you haven't been tuning in what we heard now from Chief Oridondo who is the police chief of the ISD for those who are not familiar with that term independent school district that's what Texas calls their school communities here basically he is saying now that he did not know that he was the incident site commander when he arrived on scene and now we know that it, it was 77 minutes that the police waited for the proper equipment to enter into the classroom there are reports that are saying now that some of those students who had who were, who were killed they were still alive while law enforcement was on the premises and then he comes back and he says that he was hoping and praying when he was trying the keys to the facility that one of the keys would open the door this, my friends, is borderline—it's not borderline. It's dereliction of duty, and to me, forces—I mean, charges should be charged. Vanessa, when you listen to this stuff, we talk about Keystone Cops. I'm not trying to laugh at none of this because young lives were lost because the incompetency— of a police force who, by the way, and I mentioned this last week or week before last, who, by the way, put out a video saying that they were ready if something like this happened in their community. It happened, and they were not ready, and the mistakes that were made are troubling, they are unbelievable, and someone needs to be held accountable. Give me your thoughts on this.
10: You know, not only does the police officer uh, and the chief and those who didn't want to go in because they were waiting on a key. just can't believe you just said 77 minutes. you say 77 minutes.
5: 77 minutes. They were on campus waiting oh for the proper equipment before they breached or entered into the area of operation. So they were more concerned okay, so- about their own lives. And let me say this. I get it. People can be listening to us saying, well, you know, you wouldn't run in there do it. But guess what? I'm not a police officer. I didn't sign up for that. If you sign up to do something, it is your job to do it. So, yeah, I understand self-preservation is the key. You want to make sure you go home to your family. But if that, if you were so concerned about that, understanding what it says, the law enforcement code, you put others' lives before your own, you should have never ever 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 signed up to be a police officer your thoughts
10: well not only did that happen where they're passing the buck but then it happens at another school right after that so i guess people are taking their eyes kind of off the big picture and the big picture is how are these people getting these guns and why aren't these laws changing so, yeah, it is the police officer's fault, and everybody's looking at that, but that's making them take their eyes off of the big picture, right? And people can't say, people can't say that about you, because you were in the military, so you ran into fire, you were around the fight, so they can't say that your life is, you didn't put your life on the line because you have. Well, it doesn't
5: matter whether I did or not. My point to the but the bigger picture no, here saying, is, first of all,
10: you, I understand what you're no, saying. No, I, I agree. But I'm saying, and I appreciate say? you
5: no no I appreciate you coming to I appreciate you saying that Vanessa I really appreciate that but here's the problem in America we should be able to walk and chew gum at the same time we should be able to keep our eyes on the bigger <laughs> prize, which is gunning which to make sure that we are doing things to keep guns out, out of the hands of these young crazy people but then to sit back and watch this right to, to see what law enforcement did that's the problem because I said this before when the when first happened, and let me preface it by saying this: all police officers are not bad. There are brave police officers. I've seen video of brave police officers saving black, white, Chinese, Hispanic, whatever you want to call it. But then there is that group that are so bad that you know they're Mister Bad, they're Mister Macho, they're Mister Gung Ho when they're dealing with drivers, unarmed drivers. But when you know that there's a threat. You're not entering into the place of operation. And for a police chief, let me just say this one last thing before we go to break. Before a police chief. Right? <laughs> You're the yeah, chief of police. Yeah. Okay, think of Uvalde is not a big community. It is not a big they don't have a big ISD like we have in Houston and Dallas and in San Antonio. There's not a whole bunch of schools. So how do you not have a master key to get into the facility? How did you not know that you weren't the incident commander? You are a chief of police. So even if local law law enforcement or law authorities showed up, you, by rank, even though you don't work for that agency, you are still the highest ranking person on the scene. It's just like the military. If the military, there are four branches or five branches if you want to count the Coast Guard, that's fine. But they all have rank structure. And when if all of us are in the area of operation, if there is a general from the Marine Corps there, I don't care whether or not I'm in the Marine Corps or not, that is the ranking officer on the scene. So you are the police chief. This is unbelievable. South for NPR news updates, three four seven eight five oh one two seven two. We'll give it to the heavy lifting of the show. Uh man, I, I'm anyway. All right, we'll stop out. We'll be right back after this. Go, boys. Boy.
3: Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. Police in the city of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho say they have arrested 31 people who appear to be linked to the white nationalist group Patriot Front. They've been charged with conspiracy to riot. The group was stopped while traveling to a Pride event being held at a city park. NPR's Odette Youssef reports.
4: The individuals were packed in a U-Haul truck, which police stopped a short distance from the Pride event. Police say they were alerted by a concerned citizen. Coeur chief Lee White said police found shields, shin guards, and other riot gear in the truck, including at least one smoke grenade. Additionally, they found paperwork appearing to show an operational plan to riot.
3: Preventing a riot by arresting 31 people with the misdemeanor, I'm glad
6: be the week.
4: White said the individuals came from at least 11 states. The Southern Poverty Law Center designates Patriot Front as a hate group. Odette Youssef, NPR News. The uh,
3: Patriot Front members are scheduled to be arraigned tomorrow. The governor of Ukraine's Luhansk province says Ukraine remains in control of a chemical plant in the contested city of Severodonetsk. But he says fighting in the city is raging and that Russian shelling sparked the chemical plant fire. Hundreds of civilians are sheltering there. Several Donetsk is the focus of the Russian offensive in eastern Ukraine. Meanwhile, Ukrainian forces say they are taking back territory in the country's south. NPR's Nathan Rott reports. The Ukraine's defense ministry announced the counteroffensive in the south of the country more than a week ago. But information on progress in the area has been scarce. In his nightly address, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressed the campaign. Ukrainian troops are gradually liberating the territory of the Herson Oblast, Zelensky said, naming a small village that he says has been cleared of Russian soldiers, a claim that NPR could not verify. There is a sense of urgency to retake territory in the South, because Russia has indicated that it plans to annex the regions it occupies later this year. Nathan Rapp, NPR News, Dnepro, Ukraine. Parts of the U.S. experiencing record-setting temperatures as the southwest faces in a dangerous sea wave. Here's NPR's Maria Andrusovich.
4: The National Weather Service reported Phoenix reached 114 degrees on Saturday, tying a record high set for that date in 1918. Death Valley reached a record high of 122 degrees, and Las Vegas and Denver also posted record-matching temperatures. The National Weather Service warns that excessive heat will continue in portions of California and eastward into the Mississippi Valley over the next several days.
3: The dangerous heat comes as crews are fighting the largest wildfire in New Mexico history. President Biden was briefed on it when he made a stop in Santa Fe yesterday, promising that the federal government will pay the full cost of the emergency response. You're listening to NPR News.
1: Online radio at its best.
4: President Trump summoned the mob, assembled the mob, and lit the flame of this attack. You will also hear about plots to commit seditious conspiracy on January 6th. Crime defined in our laws as conspiring to overthrow, put down, or destroy by force the government of the United States or to oppose by force the authority thereof.
5: Welcome back in, 347-850-1272. 2, 2, 22 minutes after the hour, you'll listen to the serious side of the J. Rouse show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network. I'm Jay Rao, hanging out with the ladies this morning. Jerome Spree usually joins us after his commemorative Cliff channel radio and Mr. LES is on vacay this morning. Now, obviously, the big news this past week was hearing number one, session number one of the January 6th uh, attack on the Capitol investigation. Uh, to me, I'm not sure what type of effect it had. Uh, obviously, we the, the Congress is looking into... The just tragic events that happened on January sixth, and all the news cable uh, channels carried it live, including the three major networks. Every one of those ten, every one of those channels carried it live, <laughs> with the exception of one, and we all know
6: yeah. <laughs> which
5: network did not carry it live.
10: And hey, to don't prove that. Don't. No and they
5: went commercial free to ensure that none of their. See, let's, listen to this. Let's say this. Let's say this real, real slow for everyone to understand. To really get what type of America that we're li- we're living in right now. They intentionally did not carry, right, a major news event. Now the name of this network is Fox News, but they did not carry a major, a major news event. That's one. And then second, they chose to go commercial free because what they did not want was doing a commercial break for their listeners to make their way over to the other responsible networks who are actually showing one of the biggest news events of this year. Or, for that matter, could be in the history of our country. So This tells us, Vanessa, what type of America that we live in, right, where you have a network that is deliberately withholding information from the American people because, let me tell you something, and this is why I tell people all the time, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. There's a reason why they're not showing it to you. You know why? Because it's true. And they're trying to stop you from getting the truth. They say it's fair and balanced it's not fair and balanced when they are deliberately withholding information from you that is truthful information. It should be very simple. put it on and let the let the viewers decide whether or not they want to follow and here's the scary part about it. The scary part about it is that they normal. Fox News, listen, let's just be honest. Fox News, uh, their viewership, they top all the major networks, cable news networks. They're higher than CNN, MSNBC, you know, they are. Let's just call it what it is, right? But here's the thing that's so scary about it, that their listenership increased by 3 million viewers during that uh, Thursday night hearing, which means – That this country, as far as I'm concerned, Vanessa and Jackie, this country is on the wrong path. And when you thought that this bias and the racism and all these things were in our rearview mirror and we were driving down the highway of righteousness and you saw that car called racism and homophobia, you saw it in your rearview mirror and you was gaining speed and putting distance between you and that car. All of a sudden, if you look in your rearview mirror, that car is gaining. That car is right behind you. And if we don't figure out how to fix this, that car is going to pass you and lead us into the next generation. Give me your thoughts on the hearing.
10: I didn't really look at it. I did the highlight. Why is that? Because I've been, I find that when I get so wrapped up into that stuff, it just takes my blood pressure up, my head hurts. So then I start checking my pressure, my pressure's up. So I think it's just better for me not to find myself sitting in front of a TV set hours looking at it. We looked at some, then we went and looked at a movie, you know, on TV we switched to something else. Then I did the highlights. Okay. And I'm just being honest with everybody no. that please, it, please it do. really upsets me. It really bothers me. And y'all have heard me say this before, that I have a lot of white Republican friends. Yes. And that, it just makes me leery and worry who I'm hanging out with, even though I know everybody is not like that because they are Republican. It's like when I was young, y'all, I just couldn't look at all of these shows where they drug black people behind cars. or I just couldn't do that and then go get on the airplane and serve every nationality in the book. So I had to back away from looking and some of that stuff sometimes, and this is one of them. And I'm just being honest. Because I don't want that on my mind when I am talking to you or seeing you or, I don't know, I just, I have to back away. And I have looked at some of it. I have looked at the highlights. And I thought, oh, hand. Hey. of course I turned it on because I wanted them to have the ratings. But, no, I didn't just sit there and look at that constantly. No that's
5: interesting. That last statement you made, but let me let me get let me hear from Jackie. Then I want to bounce back around to to. Well, I'll, I'll get back to it. I just want to make sure we give Jackie some mic time. Jackie, um, in my personal opinion, I, I saw that. You know, when I listened to left leaning commentators, they were like, "Oh man, this was the greatest thing," and you know, they have made the case. You know, to begin criminal indictment charges on Donald Trump and blah, 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 blah. And even though I thought it was, you know, pretty good information because obviously, you know, I'm in tune to this type of stuff. 20 million Americans tuned in to watch these hearings. And to be perfectly honest with you, they had to have known that they are going to have... If skeptical people tune into something, you're going to have their attention for the first five to ten minutes or something, and you need to make your impact right then and there because if you do not, then you're going to lose them. To me, the most effective part of that hearing was when they showed unseen video clips of what had taken place, when they had played testimony from uh People who participated in those activities that day when they played testimony from Ivanka Trump to me that information did not make its way on the airwaves until about 15 minutes into it 15 to 20 minutes that's when they started showing some of these things and if you're a skeptical person tuning in just to see what they're talking about and if you don't hold their attention they're going to leave, and I understand proper protocol when you open a committee. You have the chairman, he or she speaks, and then the vice chair, he or she speaks, and then you get into the nitty gritty of Congress people as to witnesses that are appearing in front of the committee. So I understand the decor and the way it should work, but this is a special event. It was a prime time event. You had every network outside of the sports networks and the movie networks, tune in. The eye of the world was on you. And to me, you should have started off with some of that impactful stuff from the very beginning versus, you know, showing the, you know, with the opening statements and Liz Cheney and all that good stuff. What do you think? Did you watch any of it? And give me your thoughts on it.
2: Um. Well, I'm kind of on the line with the master, kind of just catching
5: my uh Um. It's hard to hear you, Jackie. Go ahead. Can you hear me? A little. Your, your okay. audio is a little mumble jumble, but go ahead. Uh Okay.
2: uh Yeah. uh, the, uh, uh like I said, I caught the highlights too, but uh but yeah, it's I just as a whole, it's just it's smoke and mirrors. It's bottom line, like big shocker. Big shocker spot didn't cover it at all. I mean, if you call yourself a respectable you wanna call yourself a respectable news station, I mean why aren't you showing it like everybody else? So it's just All around, just nothing but smoke and mirrors. So that's
5: why I just, I'm just catching the eye. Well, and I think that's the the problem. Now, the thing I wanted to go back to with, with you, Vanessa, I guess on one hand you tell people they have to do it to the best interest of their health. And then watching that would have created some anxiety or if it would have put you in a situation where you felt that it was doing damage to your health. That's one that's one thing to kind of walk away from it. But you're in tune to it, so I guess you get a pass because you understand what's going on. But my concern is well, are there Americans that are not uh in tune, right? People who are saying, yeah, blah, 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 blah. To me, that's the reason why we are in the state that we're in right now as a nation is because we have the blah, 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 blah factor. I've heard it all before factor. And people are not tuning in. And that's just the way it is, unfortunately. Because, you know, when you look at it, this is important. And when the Republicans can just do things – without penalty or consequences. You know, we talk about in this show all the time how Lindsey Graham, you know, he talked about Donald Trump was the scum of the earth, he was a puppet master, he's a he's a carnival barker. He is this, that and the other. And then he'll come back and support him. Or when when Lindsey Graham said that if Donald Trump has uh you know, his justification for not allowing President Obama to appoint that last justice in his final year, he had a whole year before his term ended. Lindsey Graham stands up and says, well, you know, I wouldn't care, even if the next president, if Donald Trump has a, has a, a justice that's, uh, you know, he, he, you know, if the same situation exists, I would do the exact same thing. Lord and behold, the opportunity presented itself, and then he went against what he said. And television networks play both of his comments side by side. And nothing happened. We discipline our children when our children lie because anytime our children do things wrong, we take care of it right then and there because we don't want them to think that it is okay to do that. If your kid steals, you deal with them. Because you don't want them to know that, hey, if they steal and nothing happens, well, shoot, I can do it again and again and again. And so that's what I mean, Vanessa, by when we say that folks don't tune in because the Republicans are not paying a political price for their lies and their deceit. And they're going to continue to do it because it works. Trust me, they're going to win the House, and there's a very strong possibility they will win the Senate. And you ask yourself the question: How could you allow this to happen? A party who gave us the Great Depression, in two thousand eight, a party who you know they talk about Democrats spending money like drunken sl- drunk sailors, and that's exactly what they did. In the last well, what is it, 12, let me see, it was it? President eight. President Obama was eight years. Four years with Trump. Two years with Biden. So what does that come out to? Fourteen years. In the last fourteen years. There have only been two presidents who have reduced the deficit, and both of them were Democrats. What say you?
10: Well, Clinton had extra money when he got ready It was to a surplus. Out.
5: If you add him, it's a surplus. So if you add uh, eight years of Bush— and the other eight years of Clinton, so that's an additional 16 years on on top of the, what the 14 that I talked about. So you're talking about the last, what is that, 60 or 50 years or whatever the case may be? What is it, 8, 8, 16 plus another 14. So 34 years or whatever, 30 years, whatever that number comes out to. So in the last 30 years of, of presidents, you had what, Clinton, uh, Bush, Obama, Trump and freaking, uh Biden, so out of the last five presidents, right, there have only been three presidents who reduced the deficit, and one had a surplus when he left office, and all of them were small-D Democrats, and the two Republican guys comes from a party who ran raves about spending, spent money like a drunken sailor. But if you're not paying attention, you don't see it. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's the
10: problem. You it is. Like, yes. but right now, Jay, uh, I went to. I don't. Don't laugh, people. I don't go to the grocery store very often because it's just my hubby and I. Uh, so I just kind of stock up, and if I need a little something, something, I might just get it from CVS and use coupons. But um, I went the other day and. I felt really sorry for probably for or people that's really really on a set 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 income because you literally can buy a family pack of pork chops. <laughs> you really can for less than a gallon of gas. I bought a family pack of pork chops from Pie Bird's. Nice chops, they're loin chops, as a matter of fact, and it was like six. For $4.13 for the whole family pack, which can feed me and Bobby twice, cheaper than gas. So some people are going to have to decide, I need gas to go to work, or do I get enough food to feed my children and I don't eat?
5: You know what you just did? mm -hmm, Go ahead.
10: No, so from what I understand, I think Biden and them are going to give some families extra food stamps and some of the elderly people, I don't know if it's based on income or not, but if y'all are listening to me or your parents might need it, check into it, because they said those that wouldn't normally qualify will qualify to get food stamps. They're trying to help. So, see, in November... I've never seen gas and food so high, and I am not blaming Biden. I am blaming Putin with this Ukraine mess. That's who I'm blaming. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna step. Sorry for people.
5: No, good. I I I get you. I hear you. I just want to bring something just happened right here live for everyone to see. This is what we call a tease in, in radio. And I'm going to point it out on the other side of the break. It's, uh, four, it's time for convening time. In four minutes or less, something that you need to know. We'll be right back after this. I, just, I love the fact that it just happened right now. We'll be right back.
6: I have
11: covered wars and quite a few murders and other crimes, and for that matter, civil wars overseas and unrest at home. January 6, 2021, I watched the coverage of a mob overtaking the U.S. Capitol and have closely covered the aftermath, the impeachment hearings, investigations, accusations and deflections. Till on Thursday night, my family and I saw the videos and heard the recollection of witnesses before the select congressional committee investigated the insurrection and were once more shaken and teary. You see again American flags, the banner that battle-stained U.S. Marines raised over Iwo Jima, and that New York City firefighters raised over the ruins of Ground Zero, used as weapons against police officers, and to hear people who call themselves patriots, Proud Boys, and Oath Keepers chant for the Vice President to be hanged for fulfilling his elected responsibility. It's staggering, shocking, and chilling. The halls of Congress have been the workplace of proud public servants who earned legacies there, like Abraham Lincoln, Barbara Jordan, Margaret Chase Smith, and John Lewis. Many thousands of congressional aides, journalists, janitorial staff, and food service workers who show up every day to quietly do the nation's work. Security camera video from January 6th shows chanting, jeering, terrorizing crowds who swarmed over the U.S. Capitol like a marauding army, breaking windows and battering the officers who were there to protect the business of democracy. This week we heard Caroline Edwards, a Capitol police officer, recall the day of an American nightmare. I was slipping in people's blood, she said. I was catching people as they fell. It was carnage. It was chaos. The hearings will continue over the summer. It is hard to say now how many people will watch them or if the committee's work will lead to further criminal prosecutions. More than 800 people have been charged so far. It was hard not to wonder this week if what we saw on January 6, 2021 was a spark of insurrection that will be snuffed out by law, and democracy, but will it continue to smolder and ignite once more? Well, some Americans begin to regard free elections as ceremonies to be sidestepped by whoever can bring the biggest, angriest mob to the U.S. Capitol, and Americans follow the hearings this summer and say, glad that's over, unless we wonder, what's next?
5: Be stopped. We got the spirit. We're hot. We can't be stopped. We're going to beat them and bust them. Beat beat them. The smallest moments can have the biggest beat impact
8: beat on a child's That's life. Let's Get a beat little beat bit R-O-W-D-Y.
11: Take time to be a dad today. Oh, those boys are
8: much too much. Those boys are much too much.
4: Online radio at its best.
7: How did that affect your perspective about the election when Attorney
2: General Barr made that statement? It
4: affected my perspective. Um, I respect Attorney General Barr. Um, So I accepted what he was saying.
7: Okay, so here's how the former president reacted today on his social network, quoting now, Ivanka Trump was not involved in looking at or studying election results. She had long since checked out, and was in my opinion only trying to be respectful to Bill Barr and his position as Attorney General. Parenthetically, he sucked. Call it Ivanka meets bus
5: undercarriage. Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is forty four minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious side of the J Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the T J R S Radio Network Online Radio. It's best hanging out with the ladies today. Miss Jackie and uh, Miss Vanessa Maybell is in the house. The fellas are out and about doing what they do. Uh, Before the break, I teased something, and I said that I was going to talk about it on the other side. Um, One of the things that makes what's happening in history right now more dangerous is how we as Americans can't walk and chew gum at the same time. And I guess that's an unfair statement to say, because when you really look at the totality of everything, I can understand why people are focused on this and versus being you know focused on that, we used to do a game on the J Rowl show back in the day called the this or that game." you know can you get with this or can you get with that and in some cases, Americans are facing multiple choices on multiple fronts that they have to be concerned with and about when it comes to their livelihood, especially providing for their families and what happened just just before the break was that whole topic was supposed to be about January 6th. But by the end of that break, we were talking about gas prices and food prices. And to me, that's the reason why the Republicans can run amok amongst American people because we have other things that are more important in our individual lives than a bunch of people who stormed the Capitol and tried to take over our democracy, and when you look at, it's almost, it, it reminds me of a situation when I used to work for Corporate America, and and, and I, I remember going to the VP, and I was saying, hey, look, you know, this is a problem, sir. We have to fix this problem, and this is what he said to me. He said, Jay, let me tell you something. He said, I get it. He said, this is a problem a major problem. He says, but here's the example I'm going to use for you, and hopefully you'll understand it. He says, you bring a patient into the ER, and that patient has severe decay, that if this person doesn't get a root canal immediately, that person could develop cyst in their mouth which can eventually lead to an infection which will eventually get to their brain that is a serious issue that needs to be taken care of and we will get to that as soon as we stabilize this patient because right now this patient is in uh, cardiac arrest right so so the reason why I bring that up ladies is because there is nothing more peril than a group of people trying to take over the government. That's the reason why we had the Revolutionary War. That's why, you know, America declared their independence from Britain back in a day. This is something that is at a point, and I guess if we use the scenario that I just you know talked about with the body which one is which right because food prices and gas prices i mean those are legitimate issues that families are dealing with every day so a lot of people are saying look it's not going to change what's happening in washington you can go back and play speeches from back in the day And something that gave me a chuckle the other day, Jackie, you know, I'm rewatching Boston Legal is probably one of the greatest TV series, uh, you know, it's called a comedy, a, a comedy, a dramatic comedy that I've ever seen. It is great, right? Here's the deal, right? When I listen to and watch that show, this show happened back in 2006, 2007. They are talking about issues. It's almost as if I'm watching it in real time because all the issues that they're talking about, they're happening right now from abortion to, you know, to climate change to resurrectionists. I was like, dang. So people in America are saying, look, I, what I mean, they've been talking about this mess for years. I'm paying attention to that. Right now, when I go to the gas station, it costs me $100 to fill up my vehicle. I can't feed my kids. Now, instead of us eating, you know, I watch Good Times, old episodes of Good Times. They talked about how, you know, hey, every now and then they have hamburger meat for, for dinner. Ooh, that's a, man, we have a hamburger meat for dinner today. Man, that that was a, you know, that was like the main, oh, man, we can't have that too often because, you know, the price of beef is, is so expensive, or ground beef. So we have to eat, you know, whatever until we have that one meal, main meal during the week. I mean, we are living in those times now, so that's why Americans are not paying attention to what's going on in Washington, because they're concerned about their own individual plights, Right, I mean, you're not concerned, like you said. You watched the highlights of it, Jackie. You didn't tune into it because you have bigger fish to fry, right? I mean, there are other things that are going on in your life that you need to pay more attention to than to sit in front of a television for two hours and watch a process that we all know that if the Republicans win the, you know, the two other, I mean, well, the other branch of government, at least a part of the other branch of government. They're going to turn around and just blow it off,
10: like they're already doing now. Can I say something, Jay? Right.
5: You Go ahead, Vanessa.
10: Jay, when it happened January the 6th, I do realize that the things that they're showing now are some of the things that I did not see or they did not show January the 6th because they didn't have the footage. Okay. Yeah, Bobby was – looking at it, I was sleep. But most of us have seen the most important part of what happened January the 6th. Now out of all the things that happened on January the 6th, and I don't have to see it again to know what shape this country is in, because I'm too busy making sure that my daughter is okay because her car is breaking down and she can't get a car because it takes one to come in if you want to order one. So I'm over here looking like, okay, well, let me make sure that I can get the gas over here for $4.39 before the price change because it's four sixty nine down here. People have other things going on in their life, and you live right here in Houston with me. And if you have alarm ring on your phone, I know you see how many people's cars are getting broke into, how many cars catalytic converters are being stolen off of. I'll say all of that to say I wasn't blowing up looking at what happened January the 6th because I sat there like a dummy, like a mannequin, like a, a fake person staring at what was going on while all of this stuff was happening live. What I want to know that has not been discussed January 6th is where is that signature person that opened that back door and left him in? What happened to him? Well, where is he? They ain't talking yeah. about that. Well,
5: what? listen, and, and, and let me say this. It wasn't directed towards you. It was just what what the, what the illustration okay. was It is. the the fact that
10: some people looked at it, Jay. We looked at it. Now, this would definitely be on the ones who didn't look at it. They definitely should have been looking at what was going on during prime time. I thought it was funny because my husband listens to AM talk show, Michael Berry, and what's that crazy one who. Be on Fox News. Bobby listens to all of this Fox News crap because he says you need to know what the enemy is doing. But it sure yeah, is yeah. funny that not only mm. did they not have it on TV, Jay, with no commercials, the next morning, sweetheart, the next day, not one of those AM talk show hosts had anything to say about the January 6th thing that went on. Not one. Well, now, of
1: course. Well,
6: well, course.
10: let about it. So my deal is, and God knows I'm trying not to have this conversation with my Republican friends because I was just with them as a a set of them week before last in Jamaica Beach. I am trying my best not to say anything, anything. And Bobby might make a mistake and say something, and I look at him and streaks my eyes like, shut up. It's very difficult. So I need to not stay so focused on this because this has been going on off and on my entire life but you youngsters See that's problematic
5: for me mm-hmm.
10: hold on but you youngsters out there who don't know what me and jm are talking about that it happened years ago and it's coming right back tenfold y'all really need to be looking at tv and the news y'all really should don't it's not prob, it's not problematic for me because Jay, I have just seen it. I've seen it, Jay. I was I was here, Jay, when I guess it was Bush in office because if was in office forever, when in in the eighties, Jay, when the oil and gas in Houston plummeted, people were losing their houses left, right, and center. Yep. Bobby and I got a house that was repossessed for five hundred dollars down. That's how we got our first house, and we had to scrape up the five hundred dollars down with the moving truck. So I know Jay that you feel that people should um, really, really pay attention to all of it and sit there and pay. So we did, Jay. We did what it was happening live. We sat there and we were startled when our mouth was open that we could not believe this was happening. And, Jay, I was posting stuff on Facebook recently about elections and all that kind of stuff, and I asked my daughter just yesterday, are you youngsters talking about this kind of stuff? And she said, well, mama, some of them are. Some are not talking about it. They're just going to go to the polls and vote and do what they want to do when that time comes. I said, did y'all do any of these other voting for any of these? She said, no, because it wasn't the main elections to us. I just looked up. I just looked up because she was being honest, Jay. She just said they're waiting well, well, to go vote for governor, but they're not going to vote for nothing else. They're not going for nothing else. They're going to do the governor, and they're going to do the president. And she said, the mama, a lot of them do not discuss it because you have a lot of them that are Republicans. And they're black. Yes. Well, we're not all
5: well, black. To well, be well I mean, okay. Say, people are in uh,
10: different places. i will uh, That's we the well, I and
5: and I I agree with you. That's that was my whole point of of saying what I said, and and there's not a right or wrong answer to that. My my whole thing is is that uh you know, the price of freedom is ongoing, right? That's why when America well, fights a war. When America fights a war and they win the war, uh, then they don't disband the military and okay, go home and let's wait for the next situation. We have we have people that are on constant standby. We have things that happen in real time. You can't, you know, because you may deal with a situation then and there, it doesn't mean that situation goes away. It just goes back and reboots to try to come back and fight another day. So you have to always be, you know, uh, on your uh, your and to make sure that you're ready when they come back, because at some point evil will find, you know, we talk about this stuff. People talk about the Bible, and, you know, I don't know how many of our listeners are religious. I mean, that's, you know, that's their preference. But, you know, you talk about how Satan, Satan you know, he'll if he gets defeated, he's coming right back. It's, it's not a situation where, you know, it's an ongoing battle for democracy. It's an ongoing battle when it comes to good versus evil, because Satan is busy. And the goal is is to recruit as many people to be a part of his force, right, so they can continue to wreak evil upon those who are trying to do things the right way. And when you look at democracy, it's really not the same. I mean, it's really the same. When you look at the price of freedom, it is the same. The bottom line is we've had a military force forever, as long as I've been alive. When we first – I talked about the Revolutionary War. You know, people can say, well, that was the first armed forces of the United States of America. That was back in 1776 or whatever it was. It's 2022, and we still have, you know, a vast military because freedom is always, freedom is sacred, and it always must be protected at all times. And when it's hard, and when you feel that you can't run that race anymore, you have to find, you know what they say, he that endures, you have to find a way to continue to fight. Do you think I like watching this stuff all the time? Do you think I, uh, you know, it's, it gets tiresome. And then you have those people that say, why should I vote? Because it'll make a, it ain't going to make a difference anyway. So why should I be paying attention? And that's people's attitudes, Jackie. Why should I pay attention to this stuff when I know at the end of the day what the outcome is going to be? Why? You can play clips from the nineteen eighty presidential elections and our, our, you know, whatever Senate elections or whatever. Pull any election from back in the day, and play it, and close your eyes, and make sure that it's an HD so you can't tell that it's time stamped or warped. You would think they were talking about what's happening today. It's a never-ending battle, and people get tired. They get exhausted. But that's what, the enemy is, that's what the enemy is counting on for you to do. They want you to get tired. Soon after a terrorist attack, boy, security is at its highest. Anybody in their right mind who's trying to do harm to the United States of America know dang going well, the time right after a major terrorist attack is not when it happens because security is at its peak. So what do they do? They sit back and wait. They may wait five years, 10 years, 20 years. But at some point in time, they know that all that security that's in place, all that security is going to eventually fade for a number of reasons. Because people say, okay, they, you know, a sense of security, right? And, you know, resources, right? So all of a sudden, just when the security's down, bam, that's when we hit you. Then all of a sudden, security's going to raise up again for another two or three months. And then guess what? When it goes down again, the enemy will be back. And that's why it's important for people to pay attention, Jackie, to what's going on. You can't slip on when you have forces that are, you know, that are working against you. And when you look at what's happening when it comes to white supremacy and and all this other stuff, a lot, you know, at, at the top of the show, they talked about this group that was headed to a gay pride event just a peaceful event in the park. They, those jokers showed up. The Oath Keepers or whatever the name of that group is. They're white, they're white, they're white uh, supremacists. These skinheads, these guys were in U-Haul trucks pulling up with ride gear. They was about to create some stuff. And just a, just a peaceful gathering of people, you know, celebrating, you know, whatever. We have gotten to a point in America where if you don't believe in what I believe in, then I'm going to whoop your ass. Beat you into believing (laughs) in what I believe in, because what I believe in is right. It's in there. (laughs) Ching, ching. Ching, ching. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear
2: you. Go ahead. This better? Okay. Yeah, it's so true, Jay. I I agree with you, because I swear more and more, it seems like from the police department to political stage, whatever, protect and serve is starting to mean more and more protect and serve ourselves, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's 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 crazy, and it's so true. I, I agree with you because, I mean, when you don't pay attention, I mean, the very uh, rights and freedoms that were built part of this country, it's going to slip away more and more. So it's true. We do have to pay attention It's very, very true.
5: Because sometimes people talk about common sense. People talk about, you know, uh, 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 right and wrong. And, you know, and I tell people all the time, if you have a guy who lies about something that just flat out lies about it, if you're a good parent, if you know your child is lying, you're going to discipline your parent, I mean, your kid. You're not going to let your kid continue to tell lies. And we're going to talk about grown people who have children. They're lying on the highest platforms in the world. Speaking of which, children, a father has said some inappropriate things about his daughter, saying he would date her, that he wouldn't mind having sex with his own daughter, how hot she is. I mean, listen to this. This is coming out of a man's mouth. That people run around here and risk their livelihood to protect. Those people that stormed the capital, they didn't care about their livelihoods because if they did, they wouldn't have done it. For somebody who could give two shits sh- 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 about you. Just call on audio saying that he don't shake hands with those disgusting people. He's talking about all you folks wearing those MAGA hats. Call you idiots behind closed doors. What do you do? Oh, Trump's our president. Oh, we love that President in trouble. And if he could give you, if he saw you, he wouldn't give. If he, if the cameras weren't there, and you encountered him somewhere, I guarantee you, he'd tell you to kick rocks, get off my property. Oh, I love you guys. So now the daughter that he wanted to sleep with and said that she's so hot, and if he wasn't, you know, I can't even imagine thinking something like that about my kids. This same guy now is kind of throwing his, his daughter under the bus because Ivanka came out and said, "Look, what, what what Attorney General Barr said." I I kind of agreed with it. I I respect him and I agree with what he said that the elections were were not stolen. We just lost. And then her husband, the Saudis. They've given this guy, what, 200 – they invested, what, $200 billion in one of this co- – this is in broad daylight what's happening. They are breaking every law that this country has ever created when it comes to things as far as being in the – you know, Trump talks about Hunter Biden. He's going to get a $500,000 salary, so whatever the number is. And his son-in-law the Saudis invested $200 billion, I think, in one of his businesses. His daughter is selling stuff to China, and her, her, her sales increased when she was, you know, the first daughter. And nobody wants to absolutely do nothing, nothing about it. What type of freaking world do we live in, folks? Un-freaking-believable. We'll be right back after this.
1: You are listening to the the TJRS Radio Network. Network.
4: Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Congressman Matt Gates is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options.
10: Congratulations. You've been selected for a three-night Bahama cruise. I
5: have more and more here. This might be a bad time, but remember that time you forgot your wallet? Yeah, I'm going to need you to go ahead and send me that money. Uh, All right. Talk
10: to you later. Hey, Matt, this is Eric from Axe Body Spray. Uh, Just calling to see if you need to re-up, man. Give me a shout.
5: Uh, Yeah, this message is for Matt Gates. Uh, We're calling from the Florida Man Association and uh, we'd like to notify you that you've been nominated for our Lifetime Achievement Award. Please send us any um, evidence or video documentation you may have of yourself. Uh, It could be wiping out on a four-wheeler, taunting an alligator from from too close uh, or using Venmo to pay women for sex and then taking pictures of those suspiciously young-looking women and sharing the photos on the floor of the United States House of Representatives, as you keep track of your points-based sexual conquest competition while doing drugs and transporting women across state lines, and all the while using your real name. Any any videos that might uh, uh, be of uh, uh, that sort of substance uh, uh, will really help in
6: in, in helping us decide uh, who the Florida man should be. And uh, thank you very much. Wow.
9: We are in the middle of a U.S. tour, and at every show, we take a minute to say a little something. didn't feel right to be here today without doing the same thing, so I'm just going to talk for a minute about a way we can all continue to contribute to the fight for people of color that, in my experience, gets left out of the conversation, and that is signing up to make monthly donations to organizations that are fighting for black and brown lives. There are so many incredible organizations filled with people who are dedicating their lives and their expertise to fighting for change in ways that many of us aren't able to or we're not qualified to, but what we can do is give them the consistent monthly financial support that they need to continue the important work that they're doing. We usually highlight a local organization depending on what city we're in, but since this is going on the internet, please do some research wherever you are. There's amazing organizations all around. And if everyone who knows that Black and Brown Lives Matter was giving whatever they could on a monthly basis, our collective financial power is huge and we have to take advantage of that. There's a lot that I don't know and there's a lot that I can't speak to as a privileged white person, but if we want to show true solidarity, we have to be doing this. It is our responsibility to spend our privilege this way. To quote the activist Brittany Packnett, the privilege you enjoy comes at someone else's expense. The privilege that you're hoarding could be put to good use. It could be used to create space, opportunity, resources, and amplification for someone else. Not because they need your saving, but because that's what you do with what you didn't earn. You give it away. So it's not charity. It's solidarity. And true solidarity means showing up respectfully, physically, mentally, and financially. So please, if you aren't already, go home tonight and sign up to make monthly donations. And if you are, just remember that as you grow professionally and financially, financially your responsibility to give grows with you so spend your privilege thank you guys we have one more song left
2: Another answer but to the fact you supported a Texas lawsuit too do you regret supporting that lawsuit? no that would have been no, validated.
7: No. no, I don't you know why because well, it's going to support you did you not support Donald Trump's effort to overturn the election no. in Congress didn't we just answer this the first time you asked it? you how many yeah,
11: how many average. electoral votes does it take get to get back about him? it
6: don't
7: he's don't so time dishonest time it's really flabbergasting but one of the things that's so amazing here Manu is at first he argues that it was okay that he supported that insane Texas lawsuit that the Supreme Court just threw out and threw to the curb that would have completely overturned the election, taken away the votes of voters in uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia, just given those states to Trump. And he says that that's okay that he did that because that's the, the right way to do this, in courts, in courts. And then he justifies doing it not in courts, doing it in Congress, and yes, they only did two states and not six states that they were planning to do, because there was a deadly insurrection. I mean, it's just madness. It is, and look, in the run-up to January 6, I had asked McCarthy.
5: Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Uh, as we continue our conversation about uh, the January 6 uh, committee uh, hearings, and you know, the in my opinion, I'm not sure how effective. Day one was. I think if you stayed for the entirety of the hearing, I think that uh, you know if you were a person on the fence, I'm not sure if you saw anything there that would change your mind. Uh, I think you know one of the things that they talked about was you know the fact that they had all this video that people hadn't seen before, and you know, and so me as a person who have seen all the videos, I was anticipating something that was going to knock me off my off my feet. But, I mean, you know, Vanessa, you can look at something at so many – look. you can look at a duck at many different angles. It's still a duck. And at the end of the day, you know, I don't think I saw anything that was shocking to me. It, it's just, you know, there was a bunch of people that, um, you know, stormed the Capitol. And, you know, we had talked about this on this show when it came to mass shootings. You know, when it comes to mass shootings, we talk about how – America is desensitized to this stuff. People give their hopes and prayers and thoughts and wishes, but, you know, people don't really, imagery moves people, right? And so, what, and this is not something that we were talking about, but it kind of faded into this part of the conversation. Uh, you know, this past week they had hearings on Capitol Hill, you know, trying to get gun laws passed, and they talked to the doctor, from you vowed a pediatrician, uh, who talked about how they had to use, you know, body, you know, clothing, clothing that particular children were wearing and and maybe an earring or something to determine who that person was because their bodies were so, you know, just, um, just unrecognizable because they were just, God, I'm having a, it's hard for me to even use this word when we're talking about our babies but how these bodies were just ripped to shreds, flesh off their skin. It was unrecognizable. And, you know, when I was watching some, I was watching, you know, one of the shows, many shows I watched on MSNBC, and they were talking about how and an expert came on and said, you know what, maybe this is the time for that. And I said, wow, I just mentioned this on the Syria side. Maybe it's time for us to start showing America that truth that they try to deny. It kind of reminds me of critical race theory, right? People don't want to face up when you confront people with their problems. It's like they want to turn the other way. But when you when it's right there in their face, if they any amount of humility to them, if they are, you know, a God fearing person and a person that want you know, law abiding citizen, throw in whatever, you know, term you want, you know. And I've said this on this show a thousand times as well about that end scene of in the movie *A Time to Kill*, where he asked the you know he asked the audience to close their eyes and he described what these three grown men was doing to a little girl. And when he said, "Imagine her being white," every, you know, it just took it to a whole different level. So sometimes we have to face our realities in order for us before the better angels can be served. So. <clears throat> We talked about this earlier too, Vanessa. How Republicans they tell lies because there's no, there are no political consequences to their actions. And, You know, okay. and I kind of compare it, I kind of compared it to our formative years as children. If we went in, I remember I stole. You know, this is something that I did. My sister told on me, and I'll never forgive her for this. But it was the right thing to do. So, you know, I used to play with GI Joe men. And they used to have this little plastic gun that they kept in their holster. Those things were hard, and, you know, I would lose them. So I went to the store one day and just opened up a box and just took the little plastic, little piece of it. It's not even bigger than a penny. But now, so I took it. So my GI Joe man could be armed at the house, right? My sister told on me. And, And my mother beat me from one side of the house to the other. When I tell you, she tore that tail up for what, with an extension cord, too. I mean, this was a major, it was a teeny little bitty plastic gun. Teeny, the size of a penny. She beat me from one side of the house to the other. And when I tell you that that was, I was like, "Up! it doesn't pay the steal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, there's consequences behind it. Not even a plastic little penny gun. I still think that the punishment was too much for the crime. You know, every now and then I remind my mother of that, but I digress. But, but the the, <laughs> bigger, the overall, the overall point here, though, is political price. And since they don't pay a political price, they continue yep. to do what they do. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that's why they continue to lie to the American public. That's why, you know, this whole thing, Mitch McConnell, for example, they were talking about how Mitch McConnell, and I hate when people do this, and this kind of reminds me of some of the things that Jerome says on the show. I hate when people try to fight, when the Republican does one thing that's halfway decent that should be just automatic. We want to see Even Mitch McConnell supports it. Uh, Ooh-wee. What is that saying? Is the bar so low that you know a Congressperson, that's a leader of one of the leaders in his party, behind closed doors says, "Hey, we need to do something about this." Hence the word behind, hence the phrase behind closed doors. This is something that you should be shouting from the top of the cap of the the stairs in the Capitol. But because they're so concerned about the political ramifications. Of those people out there who are crazy about this type of stuff, that they say behind closed doors. Well, sure, really, uh work with the Democrats on this, <laughs> but, uh, uh, Well, we have to make sure that uh, we. Uh, uh, I just think it's appalling that that they, they you all know, that this is happening, well, but we have to support it. But then you get in front of a camera, it's a whole different ballgame. So. Yep. Why, Vanessa Why is this so why, why is this The norm Right, because when Nixon Was impeached You, you know there were, You know who really set that in motion Republicans went to him and said Hey, guess what, you gotta do the right thing We're talking about something We're talking about stealing tapes Republicans went in and said You got to go
10: Those kind of Republicans are gone. Those yeah, you're right. You know, yep. they're gone. And now, and that was the Reagan uh, Republicans that were, I thought that the Bushes were the Antichrist. Shia, please, the Antichrist is the Trumps. I mean, so. <laughs> I think not it amazing what you just head said? I and these people. No, have you noticed how... Many no, 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 but, but what you just said day? about
5: Bush, Vanessa, what you I just said you about Bush... Bush. An I
10: thought but it's
5: not Bush, it's Trump. But isn't that crazy yeah. how... It's like, you know, I'm glad you said that. It's like Liz Cheney. You know, her father, I thought, oh man, the stuff he says about President Obama and all that stuff, I'm like, these jokers are racist, blah, 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 blah. But she isn't it amazing how...
10: Yeah, she huh? needs five security guards. Miss Cheney, that's she needs five. Somebody's gonna, that, Somebody gonna bump her off. Somebody's gonna bump her off.
5: What type of courage is that? You're Talk talking about political courage, and I'm not a—I am not a Liz Cheney fan by no stretch of the imagination. But she but has stepped up. this. But let me say this. Let me say this. What and I said this on the show a few months back that. I remember any time a Republican said something against President Obama, the first card I played was the race card. So they're doing this because he's a black man. And then, it, it, and then this whole thing has kind of made me start reassessing this situation and saying to myself, well, wait a minute, maybe this is a, a situation where we just don't have the same, we just disagree on the topics. But it's hard to say that, because here's the other piece to this, Vanessa, is that some of the things that they support are in direct conflict to what's good for my people. So maybe that's the reason why I'm saying, well, that's the reason why, you know, you guys are racist, because the same, you know, uh, policies that you guys support are detrimental to my folks. But I don't know. I, it's... It's just one of those situations where you you, you think out loud about it and you say to yourself, you know, what's the right answer? Because, like you said, Liz Cheney is going to probably lose. But she said, I don't care. Because my number one mission is to make sure that this guy never, ever, 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 ever holds a public office again. Never. Period. Full stop point blank. So what does that say, Vanessa? When you have McCartney just lying through his teeth. Oh
10: my God. Jay, this is one thing I hope that people did get from the coverage of of January sixth is mm-hmm. Trump put a hit out on his vice president by saying Oh yeah. Go find Mike Pence, and he deserves whatever he gets. And uh, he, to me, in my opinion, I am old. He put a hit out on Mike Pence. And I think that is the dirtiest of dirty lowdowns. I think that's the dirtiest of lowdown that you can do, to me. I just couldn't believe he did it. And if I was my kid, I'm sure his wife is probably saying, don't you have nothing to do with that man? As a wife, I am sure. Because her children and them, they were in the chamber when all of this was happening. And it could have easily have been one of them or all of them to have had harm come to them because of the crazy people that were coming through the door. I just hope, and I know they say Mike Pence is worse than Trump, but I think he's worse than Trump in another area, not the same area as Trump, because Trump will lie standing right in your face with the evidence right there in your face and these here's my 50 cents, and these dumbass people still don't believe what we're telling them. They believe what he's telling them, and the evidence is right there. He can have – remember that article that we all posted when he first got in office where Trump said, if I run, I'm going to run as a Republican because they're stupid enough to believe anything that I say, yeah. and that has become true. They believe anything he says.
5: But you but you said it correctly, and I am not
10: They still got these Trump flags out, and you know oh what? Yeah, now yeah. I just look at them like I don't give a who what kind of flags y'all got
5: out. Yeah, but, but but I'm glad flag. you. I'm, but I'm, scary, but but I'm, I'm glad, that. but I'm glad you corrected the thing about Mike Pence because you know we we said he's worse than Trump because he he it's way. not the fact that he believes in the crap that Trump believes he's more dangerous because he's actually smarter than Trump. And he knows how to take advantage of, you know, the pieces that he has in place to, to, to do what we call long-term damage. You know, Trump, think about it from a perspective of the, of, of the Supreme Court. You know, some of the decisions that this man has made as president is going to affect generations of Americans. It's going to take a long, 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 long time. I
10: don't time. think that my kids would push the racism that Trump
5: That's my point. You, you, that's my point. You just proved my point. All right, we're going to step out take a break. We'll be right back after this.
1: Online radio at its best.
8: Never felt this way. can't stay like this forever. You're pulling on my heart strings any way you want. Are we in or are we out all together? You need to tell me. Claim. We just need to get to the truth, need to tell me the way, yeah, can I'm be afraid, no, know. need to tell the way, because you Stand feel, gotta tell me if you will or you won't,
5: back in three four seven eight five oh one two seven two it's thirty five minutes after the hour you're listening to the serious side of the J Ryle show which happens every Sunday morning right here on the tjrs Radio Network online radio at its best. Of course I am Jay Ryle and I'm chilling with my big sis Miss Vanessa Maybell. Good morning Vanessa how are you I'm trying to do with
10: love
5: I am doing outstanding. I get all your love by yourself. No, Mr. Les tapering and taking any of that love. I'm just feeling blessed this morning because it's all me. It all comes this way. <laughs> Speaking of Mr. Les, he is on vacay. Drums freeze off this morning. Jackie, uh... Yeah, yeah. Take some time off. Enjoy yourself. You know, do what you have to do, and have some fun. We're holding it down once again. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Up. You know, someone called in earlier, and I didn't get a chance to get to the call. Actually, he hung up before I was able to get him on the air. But he wanted to respond to what I had talked about with Yavalde and he said he you know when I screened the call because obviously when Mr. Elias is not here I have you know my task list increases that's why we don't do you know uh, chatterbox and any of that stuff because you know obviously it's hard for me to maintain all that stuff you know running the ship by myself but the guy said and his name was Mr. P he said that he, he agreed with some of the things that I said but not all and so, I, you know, I've been wrecking my brain to try to figure out exactly what the heck does that mean. What part of that conversation, or what part of my statement, did he disagree with? Because I said, as a law enforcement officer, you sign up for that life, right? If you raise your right hand to take the oath to protect and serve, your their lives comes before yours. It's written in the Texas police handbook or law enforcement handbook or whatever the proper name of it is. And the fact that just in case you're just tuning in, we at the top of the show, you know, we, you know, if you're a listener, a listener of this show, we usually take a few minutes to talk about things that we're not going to talk about, or I should say that's not listed as subjects for the, for the particular broadcast. Right? So we were talking about Uvalde, how, the news that are com- that's coming out of Uvalde is getting more and more confused, confusing for me because just in case you're just tuning in, you know, we found out that there were police officers on scene for 77 minutes before they breached, you know, the school or breached the area where the shooter was occupying because they were waiting on the proper equipment before they went into that situation right to protect themselves and now reports are out that there some of the kids who died they were alive while officers were on the scene and had the officers breached that particular classroom or that particular part of the school some of those kids who died would not have died that the police chief says that he didn't know said that he didn't know he was the ranking officer on the scene, which is hogwash. And the scenario I gave back earlier in the show, I talked about that, you know, we have four, we have five different branches of the military. They all have rank structure. So if we're at a battle scene and the the two-star general from the Marines is there, I can't say well because you're a two star general of the marines you're not the highest rank he's the highest ranking person that's in the in the theater of operation so he automatically assumes command and Yuvalde is not a big town so their school district is not huge and he talked about how he was praying that one of the keys that he had would fit the door to get in and I said that this is not only a dereliction of duty but there should be charges brought up on this man on the way he handled that it's called reckless homicide if you accidentally kick somebody in your car it is your fault you didn't go out with the intent to kill him, but somebody has to pay the price right
10: what's that asking to see- call back in Jay, just asked well, him he, to call well, back in. Well, I don't have
5: to ask him to call back in. He can call back in. He wants to. Tell you what part he didn't
10: understand.
5: Why? Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to replay it for those who may be too tuned in late. And I don't understand what part of that conversation he said. I agree with some of it, Jay, but not all of it. And I'm like, well, what part did you not agree with? And we hung up before, Uh, you know, obviously he may be a new listener. And so there are times where we let callers in, but when we're in the middle of a conversation or if we're, you know, if we're in the middle of a segment where we do not allow phone calls and we're not, you know, we're not going to bring you in. So if you're listening to the show at the beginning of the show, when we're rapping and clapping, you're not going to be a part of that conversation. Sorry. Or towards the end when it's time for final thoughts. So unless you are a family member. Like Momo or you know Miss Terry or one of those guys. So anyway, let's keep it moving. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two.
2: Violence, destruction, and chaos we saw earlier was unacceptable, undemocratic, and un unAmerican.
7: If it would be my recommendation you should be done. I mean that would be my take, but I don't
2: think he would take it. I've never asked the president to resign and never thought he should resign. My, critici- my criticism went to everyone on that day. Why was the Capitol so ill-prepared that day? A
3: violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. The way I phrased things yesterday,
7: it, it was sloppy and, and it was frankly dumb.
2: The abuse of power
4: and betrayal of his oath meet the constitutional standard of high crimes and misdemeanors.
7: Can you imagine any circumstances where you could support his election in 2024?
0: Well, we're a long ways from 2024. I've made the decision
11: to oppose the House Democrats' slanted and unbalanced proposal for another commission to study the events of January the 6th. I think that what they're seeking to find out is something the public needs to know.
5: have it, the Republican Party in a nutshell. Say one thing on one day and then say something else on the other day. I think Vanessa through January 6 they felt that okay, even the strongest Trump supporter, at some point in time, their core is they are an American first. Right? The core is that there are they that they, 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 they they are American citizens and that this was just too far. And they felt that they were speaking because they're playing to the public, right? Because at that time, they didn't have any polling. They didn't know how, you know, uh, Republican voters felt about that. They just went off their natural instinct or gut saying, okay, this is just too much for me to stomach. You heard them say it, you know, in secret recordings. You know, oh, I, can't, I can't do this. I can't support this guy. You know, you heard Lindsey Graham. I am now off the Trump train just to get back on it a few months later. Kevin McCartney, I just can't. This guy, I, I've had it with this guy the Next thing you know, he's down there kissing the ring. So, so you know, it's called political courage. And what we heard is just a mashup of Republicans saying one thing, either on January sixth or the the days immediately afterwards, and then them saying things after they realize that their posters have gone in and and taking a pulse of Republican voters and Republican voters and saying, ah, this is nothing. But for me. You tell me how you feel about this. The part that really resonates with me, Vanessa, is the fact that you saw this mob of people rush the Capitol and not one gun was fired, weapon was fired from law enforcement. I mean there were no rubber bullets. Nothing.
10: They would have mowed black people down like dogs if that was. There
5: you go. We were standing you there. When we
10: were looking at it the other night. We were like, Do you notice that they knocked that police officer out and she was on the step?" I, you know, like I said, I didn't just sit there for hours and look at it, but I did see parts of it. They like knocked the police officer out unconscious on the step, and when she woke up, there was another cop that was down on the. Honey, (laughs) had that been black people, not even Hispanics, because they still kind of put them in the white category, had that been black people, African-Americans, they would have been molded down like dogs. Yes, they would. They would.
5: Yep. And that's my point. That's my point. My point is they would have been mowed down like dogs, they would have been, they would have had body bags all over the Capitol trying to make sure that uh, they pay. That's the thing that got me, Vanessa. That's what really got me. The fact that people, you know, some of the views that they showed during the hearing hearings was they showed this rooftop and you can just see this massive humanity you know sending to the Capitol. and it's like hey nobody pulled out sniper weapons uh, it's it's amazing that they were just able to come in and no one no one no one got shot no one got killed no one when i say no no one i'm saying that there was no immediate conflict. they didn't confront these people when they started busting down these these uh these uh barricades the young lady, the young Air Force lady got shot when she tried to, you know, breach. When they busted the window, she tried to jump through that window and, and uh, get to where the congresspeople were. They shot and killed her. Only after they were already in the hollow halls, you know. Did you this, see the two uh, guys
10: in Katy? The two guys right here in Katie, Texas, got convicted. They were charged no. and convicted. And I, I, it came across my phone, and I... Got a phone call, and when I went back to try to get it, it was too much of the new stuff that came through for me to search it. But two guys, yeah. the police are who there, doing this searching on January six, were convicted here in some Katy, Texas. So good, and I'm not good. surprised.
5: Good. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It, it, this because whole everybody thing
10: is getting got, but Trump, because everybody else is getting got, but the right person ain't cold it on him yet for him to get got.
5: Well, no, you know, I, see, I, I disagree with that. They, Vanessa, they have more. Let me tell you something. Here's the, here's the problem yes, in the decision me. that they – no, no, here's the problem. This is the reason why they're not marching in there and getting this guy with Because They have – if, if Trump was a regular citizen, they have more than enough to, to pull the paddy wagon up to marijuana going toward him in jail. But they're talking about the bigger picture. There is a reason why, you know, pre, you know, uh, former presidents, they still get, you know, uh, national security briefings. There's a reason why there's certain protocols and things that they have to follow, even as ex-presidents, because no matter how you look at it, they are still uh, the face of this nation. And so this is a nation that we're supposed to be against tyranny. This is a nation that don't condone these types of things. But – so what does it say that the same nation that preaches all these things that other nations are supposed to do lock up a former president? I mean, so it's bigger than the fact that he, because every, look, Stevie Wonder can see that this dude done broke every law. They have enough to go put him in jail right now if they wanted to. But so now what they're trying to do is make sure that the the video, that the evidence is so overwhelming because they're thinking about the bigger picture. What does this do to us as a nation? Right? What type of ramifications that you're going to have if you have someone go to Mariago Mar- and Mar- 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 Lago and throw that guy in jail? And what type of what does it represent for the world? See, those are the thing. Those are the demons that they have to deal with. They're thinking about it. Ain't as easy just throwing this man in jail. What's the aftermath? What's the collateral damage that's going to happen from throwing a former president, not a former uh, congressperson, you know, not a priest, not 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 even a VP. We're talking about what did uh what did Joe Clark say? The HNIC, <laughs> that dude. So that's the problem. That's what they're dealing with. And, you know, what I hate when they stand up in front of cameras and say nobody's above the law. That is not true. Because even if you go back and look at George Bush, there are countries where George Bush can't travel because they got him on. They say they, they have war crime charges on him because of what happened with that war. So we say that our presidents are not above the law. But you know what? Wink, wink, technically they are. Because they have more than enough stuff to throw that guy in jail. What happened, you know, here's the thing about George Bush. We thought George Bush was the worst American president in the history of this nation. Boy, that joke was looking like Abraham Lincoln right about now. After you get this dude in office, the guy that just left, that guy, George Bush is looking like Abraham Lincoln. And we all know that them jokers lied about weapons of mass destruction. All those people died because they went in there. And there are documentaries out there that talks about the real reasons why they did what they did. I don't know. You know you know what they say, Vanessa, where they smoke, this fire? I have no idea. But at the end of the day, this dude here, Trump, he has taken it to a whole different level. And if we don't be careful, we're going to find ourselves a victim of the circumstances. We'll take a quick break and we'll close it out. You listen to the serious side.
3: China is again warning the United States to stop interfering in its internal affairs. Speaking on the final day of the Shangri-La security conference in Singapore, China's defense ministers said the U.S. should stop smearing Beijing spoke a day after Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said the U.S. would stand by its allies, including the self-governing island of Taiwan. He accused China of causing instability with its claim to Taiwan. The Tony Awards, Broadway's highest honors, will be handed out at Radio City Music Hall tonight, and several well-known actors up for top prizes. Jeff London reports.
0: Hugh Jackman, who stars in The Music Man, and Billy Crystal, who stars in his own adaptation of his film Mr. Saturday Night, are the best-known nominees for Best Actor in a Musical. Jackman's co-star Sutton Foster is up for Best Actress in a Musical. In the play categories, Mary Louise Parker and David Morse are reprising their roles in a revival of the 1998 Pulitzer Prize-winning play How I Learned to Drive and are up for Best Actors in a Play. Other well-known performers, Patti LuPone, Felicia Rashad, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and Uzo Aduba are up for awards as well. For NPR News, I'm Jeff London in New York. In sports, hockey's
3: Stanley Cup finals are set. The Tampa Bay Lightning advanced last night, winning the Eastern Conference title over the New York Rangers for the third straight year. Tampa Bay will play the Colorado Avalanche for the Cup beginning Wednesday night in Denver. I'm Giles Snyder, and this is NPR News.
7: We all have moments where our limits are tested. What I want to talk about is how we define those limits and what it means to exceed them. I'm Jay Williams. Check out my show, The Limits, where I talk to people who have overcome theirs and achieved great things in business, sports, and culture. Listen to The Limits from NPR. Online radio at its best.
5: Alright folks, welcome back here. You know what time it is. It is time for our final thoughts and uh it's been fun today. Uh obviously uh we missed the fellas, but uh, you know, Vanessa, I think we uh we had a good time this morning. Give me your final thoughts, big sis.
10: Oh, my final thought is it's as hot as all heck get out in Houston. Anyway, uh <laughs> it's 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 just been a hard, interesting week with all this stuff reminiscing back today what it's been. January the 6th is going to go down in the history book for real, for real. And, and January 6th also shows other parts of the country just what that shape the United States is in. And I, and I do sincerely mean that. Um, I just say stay trade up and be blessed, everybody, because there is a January the 6th just going on, but there's also a lot of other things that are going on right now in this country. The country's just not in a good place. So Everybody stay prayed up. And, Jay, you know I love you. Love you, laugh,
5: Because I know he lives with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I got all the love today, Mr. Elias. And I, I'm yes, sucking you. it all up. Sucking it all up. It was all to me. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, my final thoughts are, um, you know, the next hearing is scheduled for next week. And according to reports, that this hearing is going to show how Donald Trump knew that he had lost that Donald Trump knew that all the election results were right and how Donald Trump, even knowing these things, (laughs) decided that he was going to tell a lie about how he lost the election and so I hope that they do a much better job in presenting this case than they did the first one Because like I said, for me It wasn't 20 million Americans tuned in To see it But I guarantee you that number dropped After the first 10 to 15 minutes So note to Congress When you're putting on a special event And you're hyping it As this is going to be the nail in the coffin To me It started out just like any other committee Meeting Have your stuff in order And listen I'm not saying that the overall hearing wasn't effective because it was. But remember, the only reason why you're doing this, you're not doing this, you know, under the normal ways you do business. These things happen in Congress behind closed doors and you're trying to get to the bottom. You're doing this because you're trying to shine a light on a wall and you want the American public to be behind what you're trying to say and accomplish. That's what you're trying to do. So if you're going to try to get the American public on your side in prime time, then it needs to be a primetime production. It should have started off with flashbangs. You should have started the hearing off with that video, and then worked your way backwards. You know, too many people in Hollywood. Get people, get Hollywood involved and have a Hollywood production. Do it the right way. Not the wrong way, and one other thing I'll say: this past week was also the birthday of my crazy cuckoo daughter. That's a Happy face a Facebook hit, uh, a TikTok hit. You know, I watched the mess she put on there the other day. I'm like, Lord have mercy! What is wrong with this girl? Lord have hey, mercy! I love Did we her. drop her? I,
6: love her? I love her. Did we
5: drop her on her head when she was bored because she thinks she is a comedian? From the top to the bottom. But hey, she's my comedian. She's my baby. I love her unconditionally. And I just want to wish you a belated happy birthday. Because your birthday happened during the week. Dad loves you. And I adore you. And I hope that you have many, many, many more beyond my life. And another thing I would say to parents out there who have lost your children. I pray for you. I hurt for you. Because unlike... A lot of people don't know this. I'm one of those parents who lost children uh, at a very early, you know, tragically, to, to say the least. Um, and and the fact that you'll never know what those kids will grow up and be is something that will haunt you for the rest of your life. So stay strong, stay blessed, and prayed up. And may God continue to provide comfort and mercy for you as you continue down this journey uh, on this thing that we call life. And I know Vanessa, you're the only one that's here if you've been paying attention here. So Vanessa, if it's Sunday yes. and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, Big Sis? It's
10: time for the serious time. It's Jay
5: Look at you! For oh, Vanessa, <laughs> for thank you guys so much for listening. And like my Big Sis said, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, it is. The serious side of the J. We'll see you next week, folks. Stay prayed up and blessed. Take care.
6: So